Yo, what up? This your boy Ken of Stones, aka Coffee Weeston. This your boy DOE, Good Brother Bowl. And we are the Dirty Hills. You already know, man, you tuning in to 1130 Podcast. Not 730, but 1130. Dude, dude, that's my job. Not 730, but 1130. Yeah. And you have been Dirty Hills Approved. Yo, what it do, everybody? It's your man, Dre, a.k.a. Dre on Wheels. This is episode 74 of the 1130 Podcast Talk Pro Wrestling. How everybody doing out there? We back at it on this Friday. Yes, good morning, good night, good afternoon to all my listeners all across the world, wherever you may be at. I appreciate you guys joining me back here for the podcast, man. It's going to be a really great one. The weekend is, the weekend is upon us. I'm excited, for real. As always, I'm excited, but the weekend is upon us. So you know what that means. It's time to chat some pro wrestling, man. We're going to dive into some trending news and topics, man. And, you know, cover some of the WWE draft, uh, the two-year anniversary of All Elite Wrestling, man, AEW Dynamite. We're going to do all that and more, you guys, here this week on the 1130 Podcast. But before we do, you guys, wherever you're listening to me at, make sure you subscribe, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and even on YouTube. Yes. It's a video version of the podcast. Head over to YouTube and subscribe to the 1130 Podcast YouTube channel. For real, man. Also, before we get into the show, man, shout out my guest who was on last week, Big Smash from the Bet the House Podcast. Appreciate you, my guy, for coming on the show, man. For real, it was real smooth. But uh, you guys, man, let's get into it. We ain't going to waste no more time. The draft, you guys, the WWE draft took place last Friday in Baltimore on SmackDown on Fox, you guys, and it continued to um, this past Monday night on Raw in Nashville. Now, the WWE draft, man, again, back at it again, you know, angry WWE draft to shake some things up. Uh, this, this, this draft was very predictable. It didn't really have too much excitement from it. Now, I understand we got uh, Sonya Deville and Adam Pearce as WWE officials, but I think it would have really been more better or really been more cooler if Stephanie McMahon then popped out. Now, I understand she's just, you know, she's the chief financial, you know, officer, and, you know, she's, she's up there, you know, um, and she's a very busy lady. I, I'm pretty sure that's why they, you know, gave uh, Sonya Deville and Adam, uh, Adam Pearce uh, the job, man. So, uh, Yo, the WWE draft man was really cool. Like I said, predictable. Um, some big notable changes that was really cool in my opinion. We got Bianca Belair. Uh, she did her thing this whole year of uh this whole year of 2021. And on SmackDown, she won the Royal Rumble, main event at WrestleMania, beat Sasha Banks for the championship. You know, she just been doing her her damn thing, man. She was drafted over to Monday Night Raw along with Seth Rollins and Edge. So that story between Seth Rollins and Edge, which we're going to get into in just a bit, you guys, um, is going to spill over and continue over on Monday nights. So, you know, with the ratings been very, very low and AEW been beating Monday Night Raw and the demographic rating lately, we're going to see, you know, what, what goes down on Mondays, you know. But the, the only thing about it is these draft picks don't go in effect until the night after uh, Crown Jewel. Yes, Crown Jewel is supposed to take place October 21st. And a couple of big matches that are announced for the show, we got 
Brock Lesnar going against the Tribal Chief. Yes, we've seen this match like how many times now? And they they call it this match is a is a oh man, this is gonna and and don't get me wrong, like you know Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns where they at right now in their career? I mean they like come on. I mean Paul Heyman, he's with Roman. Well, Paul Heyman was was with Brock, you know, a couple of years ago. Roman was getting booed out of the building every night. You know, shoved down people's throat. You know, he was, you know, he was being just someone that he was not. You know, so now that we having this matchup, and you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be an interesting one. It's gonna be an interesting one. But I have a feeling this gonna go a couple of, you know, couple of ways. How you know it went before, you know, with a shitty ass finish. You know, and they're going over in Saudi Arabia. You know, no, you know, no, nothing against them, but. Man, oh man, them events are you know a little hard to watch because the fans don't seem like they be into it whatsoever. You know, like it's a different type of atmosphere there. You know, versus to you know wrestling in the states or in Chicago or in New York. You know, you're wrestling in you're wrestling in Saudi Arabia, man. Like, uh, but nonetheless, you guys, a couple of other people who was drafted to Monday Night Raw. Uh, who else we got? Oh, well, the New Day, they were on Monday Night Raw, and now they went back to SmackDown, which we thought we was going to have the New Day all at once, but nah, they, nah, nah. Biggie, now, and of course, he's the WWE champion. I'm pretty sure I was, you know, that was kind of predictable that he was going to uh, join Monday Night Raw, and which was cool, you know, they kind of like teased a little bit of Biggie and Drew McIntyre. But Drew McIntyre now he's gone over to SmackDown. You know some some cool picks over for SmackDown by the way too. You know we got Hit Row. Hit Row ain't been you know uh, in 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 everybody's eyes for too long, and they already come into SmackDown, which is awesome. I'm loving it. Austin Theory, you guys. Austin Theory, he's gone over to Monday Night Raw. So a little bit of the way is kind of like going its separate way. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I guess, but. Uh, Yo, man, the WWE draft was just, yeah, it was what it was. But uh, SmackDown, you guys, tonight, we got SmackDown tonight. It's going to be off the chain. We're going to see what goes down. But speaking of SmackDown, last Friday on SmackDown, we had Roman Reigns uh, trying to get the crowd, man, to acknowledge him. Or at least, you know, they did, you know, in Baltimore. They acknowledged the travel chief. Out comes Brock Lesnar, man. And, yo, Brock Lesnar been playing these mind games with uh, the Bloodline and Paul Heyman, you know, like uh, that backstage <laughs> that backstage uh, segment where Paul Heyman and, and uh, Roman Reigns and the Usos, and he just, you know, Roman just chatting with him, you know? Hey, wise man, oh, oh wise man, you know, you're the wise man when I tell you you're the wise man. Like, <laughs> yo, Paul Heyman, he probably shitted on himself, you know? We, we don't know, but he probably did, man, like. Oh man, that is getting good right there. That's getting good, but um, I'm, 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 I wait and see what the, what the match gonna be about, man. We've seen this match a couple of times, so let's see where it goes. But I, hey, I don't see Roman Reigns losing not one bit. I don't see him losing not losing not one bit, not one bit. Another thing on SmackDown, you guys, is I guess pretty interesting though, but not so much though. Uh, I miss, you know, sad Corbin, I guess. You know, with the times going on in the world right now, not too many people are happy, <laughs> you know, and Corbin is happy Corbin. And that's another way to uh, get you to hate him. 
He's doing his thing, you know. Everybody, he WWE and also Baron Corbin, seeing that he was getting so much love and so much, you know, he was getting so much with that character he was playing as. Oh, I don't have no money. Oh, I'm getting poor. You're getting people seeing him at the airports, pulling out dollars, giving him money. I don't want your money. You feel me? This is a gimmick. Old time. I'm rich. You feel me? I'm a chef and everything. I'm rich. That's what he's saying. So he had to flip it, and now he's happy Corbin. <laughs> and they brought up Riddick Moss. Now they go about mad something Moss or whatever. Like, hey, I, I guess it's cool. Uh, another thing, you guys, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair headlined SmackDown last week. What was a cool matchup, man? Really, really cool matchup. I, I didn't think this matchup was going to happen. We were supposed to get it at SummerSlam, and then we didn't get Sasha Banks at all. So we get Becky. She's back. And now... Uh, Sasha, Charlotte, she's Charlotte now is drafted over to SmackDown, which she is the Raw Women's Champion, and Becky has been drafted over to Monday Night Raw, which she is the SmackDown Women's Champion. Now, in recent past, we've seen the Usos, excuse me, not the Usos, the New Day, and the Street Profits, who were tag team champions of their respective brands at the time, and they swapped championships. Will we see this go down between Charlotte and uh, 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 Becky Lynch. Now, in my opinion, no. I think they should do it some type of, you know, in a cool way. I think Charlotte should lose her title, but I mean, like, some people would say, eh, we really don't want to see her champion again, and we really don't want to see her uh, chasing the title for a long time. Like, Charlotte don't need the title, though. She really don't, but Hey, uh, Charlotte comes in with the interference. To uh, Actually, she, she came in after the match. Sasha Banks won it, beating Bianca Belair and getting her one-up, you know, so with Sasha staying on SmackDown, Bianca going over to Raw, they both one-on-one to each other. So, you know, whenever it comes down to the road again, it's going to come down. It's going to come down. You know, maybe next year at Survivor Series where she's going to be women's champion on the Raw and Sasha be SmackDown women's champion. So it's going to come down once again uh, between Sasha and uh, Bianca Belair. So I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. Speaking of what I'm loving, man, the whole Edge and Seth Rollins thing, man, like I said, it's going to carry over and spill over to Monday Night Raw since Seth and Edge has been drafted over to the Brit brand, which is pretty cool. Now, last week, some would say, yo, that was a little too much. My guest last week, I guess, would say that's a little too much. You know, he had a couple of people talking. Uh, my guy Marlo was in the comments on YouTube, man. I was like, yo, man, we got a, another AEW pro guy here. But, yo, I was just like, yo, I'm going to back up here. Right? Hey, you know, he voices opinion. That's when I love people who come on the podcast and voice their opinions and stuff like that. But, uh, I, I do agree, you know, even though sometimes it may get a little personal, though, I agree that Hill should do this stuff. You know, my man Edge, I'm assuming Seth Rollins went to Edge house. Luckily, Beth Phoenix went there and none of the kids, though. But I think that would have been even more, you know, cooler if they would have been there. So he would have kind of like been messing with her or something like that. And I think the even more cooler part that uh, not too many, well, of course, it's not talked about on WWE TV, though, but since Edge is an old school guy and he's not gonna, you know, just say what the hell they give him on script. Now he's gonna, you know, okay, I'm, I'm gonna go back here to the dub, but I'm from a different earth, you feel me? So Edge, man, calling out, you know, uh, FTR from, from AEW, you know, by their real names and stuff like that, you know, to check on them. So I thought that's cool, you know, and they had everybody talking. 
See, that's why I was saying shout out, shout out to my guy, Shiz Lansky, man. My man Shiz, I, I was on his podcast, man, the Off the Top Rose podcast. It's out right now. Go check it out, man. I was telling him about just how wrestling AEW comes off and it comes off appealing to uh, the 18, the 40, you know, that demographic right there because, yo, we don't want to see, um, I'm 30 years old, man. I, I mean, hey, anybody can tell the age, though, but I'm 30. I've been watching wrestling since I was eight years old, bro. Now, eight with a little dog, maybe, you know? But we 30 years old. We don't want We don't want to see uh, a woman playing with dolls and doing, I guess maybe that's why we ain't seen Alexa this week on Raw, or, you know, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, because, you know, she did have a breakdown, but... You know, like I, Charlotte kind of like exposed her. Like, I mean, like go back to other Lexi, you know, where he was doing the damn thing. Bray Wyatt is gone. You can get rid of that now, but it was cool while it lasted. It was really, really cool while it lasted. But uh, I'm all over the place. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm loving what Seth Rollins did, man. Came in the house, opened up the refrigerator, got the juice, got an apple, kicked the feet up on the table, though. Like, hey, yo. You a bad man. You gonna get it when I see you. When I see you on site on Raw, man, you gonna get it. Hell, you gonna get it on SmackDown probably before that, man. But uh, yo, I can't wait to see where this goes, man. Can't wait to see SmackDown has been on fire, man. I said it recently. SmackDown has been the better show of uh of all the brands in, in WWE right now. With WWE, you know, just you know, hey, you know, trying to trying to make it right. <laughs> trying to make it up. Uh, um. Uh, I spoke on Monday Night Raw. The draft continued on Monday Night Raw. We seen uh, first out, man, the Charlotte, uh, excuse me, uh, Becky Lynch. She come out there and just was like, yo, I don't need nobody to tell me I'm drafted here or whatever like that. So, you know, she's a man and whatever like that. There was a question going around on social media. Who was the weak? Who is the weakest link of the four horsewomen? You know, Becky Charlotte, Sasha Banks, or um, Bailey, you know, and man, oh man, everybody was saying Becky, and I have to agree, I have to agree, you feel me, despite her main eventing uh, uh, WrestleMania, despite her being in big commercials with Stone Cold and all this other stuff and ESPN, she's the weakest link, in my opinion, she's the weakest link, you look at, let's go with Charlotte, like, come on, like, I mean, yeah, Ric Flair is her father. You know, some would say if we X that out, maybe she probably would be the weakest link. Who knows, though? But she's very athletic. And not only that, like, when the last time we had a real big, you know, athletic, decorated women's champion in a long time. So, man, I love Charlotte. Regardless of the hate she get, she's on top and she's doing her thing. What, like 12, 13-time women's champion? Then we got Sasha Banks, who is related to Snoop Dogg. But nonetheless, like, you know, she she got some celebrity in her, in her backgrounds or whatever. She's fine as hell, you know, and she's doing her thing. You feel me? She's black. You feel me? We haven't had a black uh, uh, woman wrestler who's been doing the thing, you know, steady for some time. You know, now I mean, we're going to get to that in a little bit, but I mean, well, I guess we can say that, but I mean, we're going to see where that goes. She's staying on SmackDown, so we're going to see where that goes. But Sasha Banks, man, is killing it, like really killing it. The only thing about her is uh, she can't have a successful title reign, and uh, she did. She defended it. I think she, when she had the SmackDown Women's Championship, she defended it, and I think she, what she defended against Bailey. 
I'm not too sure, but she defended it. It was successful, and she got through that. That that would be the only thing holding uh, 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 Sasha back to being the weakest link to Becky. And then you have Bailey. Now, <laughs> at first, it was like, hold up, wait a minute. You know, I mean, I, I was I was a little sketchy with Becky a little bit, and then um, Bailey. I'm like, okay, you know, she's she, she's for the kids. She come out there with the inflatable, you know. Yeah, that's all cool. High five and everything. You know, you got the Bailey girl. Shout out to the Bailey Izzy. She was here on the podcast. If you guys new to the podcast and want to go check that episode out, go back and check out that episode with Izzy. Um, but nonetheless, man, you like Bailey just had to switch it up, man. And the last year before she got hurt, she was on the road. And I'm pretty sure we don't know uh if she's gonna be returning anytime soon before the year is over with. But man, she's like a candidate, you know, besides Charlotte. She's like a, a hot candidate to be queen's, you know, crown queen, you know, of the ring. I don't know why they, you know, call it the queen's crown tournament or whatever. Why they just couldn't call it queen of the ring? Like, I, I guess somebody already had that due to trademarking or whatever. But nonetheless, man. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Becky, I, I would say Becky, man. You know, I, I would say Becky because, you know, barely been doing a damn thing. You know, this injury stopped her in her little tracks, though, but. I say Becky, but nonetheless, Becky comes out, man. She declares herself, yo, she's the first draft pick, number one of night two on Monday Night Raw. We get a matchup to uh, to main event that evening's Raw between Charlotte and Bianca Belair. I don't like the fact how they promoted this match and saying this was the first time ever. No, the hell it wasn't. A couple of years ago, these women fought on NXT. You know, when Charlotte, yeah, when Charlotte was NXT champion and uh, uh, this was actually 2020, it was last year. Yeah. Going up into that WrestleMania, you know, with no crowd and Charlotte took on Rhea Ripley. In the midst of, you know, that road to WrestleMania, Charlotte was uh, on NXT a lot, you know, to boost them ratings and, you know, work with other, you know, other people. So, yo, I, don't, I didn't like how they, you know, said it or whatever. But nonetheless, that's the main event. We get Charlotte and we get uh, Bianca Belair with interference of Becky. So, like, really? Now, nah, I understand you want to keep them making it look strong and everything like that. But, like, come on. That was weird. Uh, also, <laughs> another cool matchup, man. Damian Priest, Jeff Hardy. My guy, this was another little topic last week from uh, my guy Warren Marlowe and uh, Big Smash was talking about in the comments, like Jeff Hardy's a jobber. You know, I don't necessarily think he, I don't, I don't, I don't see him as a jobber. I know he's losing. That don't mean you're a jobber when you lose in matches now. You know, I, I consider a jobber, you know, you go in there less than maybe 20 seconds later, that's it. You feel me? And this is periodically, you know, your job, you know, but nah, Jeff Hardy, man, he going there. He, he, lately, he ain't been getting no victories. Now, I understand what Jeff's doing. Jeff, you know, looking out for the young time, you know? Now, does this, does this shit make sense? No, it don't. But I mean, he's, you know, putting these other guys over, such as Damian Priest. He put him over numerous of times, and once again, this past Monday on Raw, which another cool matchup, a really, really another cool matchup. But uh, Damian Priest retaining his United States Championship, which was a matchup for the United States Championship. 
Uh, out comes the newly Austin Theory. He's back on Monday Night Raw. They ain't gonna tell you that part, but uh, yeah, he's he's on Monday Night Raw now. Uh, and he won because he was fanning out, man. He was fanning out one of the cool parts about uh, Raw. He was fanning out. It was like, man, I get a picture. He closed my Jeff Hardy, and then he's taking the picture, laying down with her, everything. Like, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. That's how you make a mark right there. You go after Jeff Hardy. Like, Jeff Hardy, you know, is like a legend in the business, bro. Like, everybody loved Jeff. You got main eventers, you know, that been in the business throughout the years. Shawn Michaels, the Bret Hart's, the, the Undertaker. The Kane, The Rock, Stone Cold, all that, John Cena. You can name them all. But you can say Jeff Hardy, and everybody loves Jeff Hardy. You know, so, hey, you know, he's going over to SmackDown now, and he went over to SmackDown in the draft, which is really cool. Jeff Hardy spoke on, you know, recently that he wants to face Roman Reigns before he, you know, hang it up. You know, he's been wrestling, what, since he was, what, 13, 14 years old? So, I mean, like, hey, it, 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 it's about time, you know, but he still got something in him. And I can't wait to see what he do, especially if he's going to face Roman. And I'm glad he got that old theme song back, man. So, yeah, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Another WWE draft pick that was surprising and which I'm excited for is Shayna Baszler. For the last two weeks, she's been breaking bitches' arms, you know? <laughs> I mean, she, she broke uh, or, or, you know, she fucked up Naya arm. And then she did it to uh, she did it to Eva Marie. I love how Bailey said something on on, on social media to uh, or Eva Marie commented on Bailey's uh, post or whatever. She was like, "Who are you? Like, what are you doing here?" But nonetheless, uh, yeah, uh, she broke up Eva Marie. And this past week's on Monday Night Raw, Coy Graves was digging in uh, Dana Brooke's stuff, man. He was digging in it like, yo, man, what is she doing? Like, she's been around for so long. You fight all these women and you kept Dana Brooke? You kept Dana Brooke. Not only you fight all these women, you brought back also Eva Marie. <laughs> yeah, we get the woman is a fine woman, but you, you, you kept Dana Brooke. Like, come on. Like, he was really getting into it. But she was about to fuck up her shit. Off. I think she did or whatever, but outcomes. Do drop. So the fact that Shayna Baszler, man, she's going over to SmackDown. I hope she gets a fresh start. You know, no more tagging up with anybody else. She's supposed to be a badass and she's supposed to be legit. You feel me? Legit. Legit, man. Legit. Um, another thing, man, it was a cool matchup. We seen you guys a cool story and what was told before this matchup. Tag team matchup, Biggie and Drew, you know, was having some words. Biggie come out there, you know. Uh just chatting with the crowd, man. I'm I'm on Raw now. I'm the WWE champion. And he was talking about New Day, you know, being drafted back over the SmackDown. And out comes Drew, you know, he's still over, he's still on Raw until the drafts go into effect. And out comes Ziggler and Robert Drew. Now I'm I'm guessing they're on Raw. I'm not sure, but nonetheless, uh the story that Ziggler was telling uh pre-match was pretty cool. You know, uh, the story he was telling with Biggie, how, man, yeah, like, I, you was my bodyguard. Yeah, like, yeah, look at you now, you WWE champion. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then he go over to Drew and he said the same thing to Drew. Like, yeah, man, you, you was my heavy. Yeah, I took you to the top. Yes, and you became WWE champion. Yeah. <laughs> like, where's my thank you at? Like, that's all I want is to thank you, though. But I love this because in a way they can work this with Robert Roode. 
Robert Roode could become WWE champion. Now, some people might think he's not championship material. I do. You know, what happened to Mr. Robert Roode, the glorious one? You know, but hey, you know, that would be really dope. And Robert Roode become WWE champion in this story, you know, comes around and, you know, it just seems like dog. And it, it, it is sad and it does suck. You know, I don't know the exact feeling. I'm not a wrestler. I'm, I don't work for World Wrestling Entertainment. But I know it does suck for Dolph Ziggler to be a guy. Yes, he won the second most prestigious title at the time, the World Heavyweight Championship in WWE in 2013. But he didn't win the WWE Championship. And, you know, like, <laughs> but nonetheless, he was world champion, though. And so, you know, he kind of like had that little, you know, I, I, I'm just here to put over other guys to help them to get ahead and they become champ. <laughs> All right. But uh, hey, that story was pretty interesting with Ziggler. So, hey, I'm, I'm interested to see where that goes more. And kind of like want Robert Rude to, you know, spread his wings and go on his own, man, if they will allow him to. If they will allow him to. Um, from that, you guys, Goldberg is, <laughs> yeah, Goldberg is back and he is on Monday Night Raw. Well, you know, he's a free agent, I guess. He got a couple of matches left in his contract. Who knows if he's going to stick around after this. But we got a matchup. It's going to be at Crown Jewel, and it's going to be Bobby Lashley going against Goldberg. But the Hurt Business is back intact, and I'm loving that. Yes, man. They broke them up too soon. And now MVP is down, and I think he got a little surgery or he's rehabbing that knee. They brought the Hurt Business back. They should have never broke them up in the first place. But they back together nonetheless, though, which is going to be dope. So I hope my man Goldberg go in there, squash, uh, excuse me, Bobby Lashley go in there, squash Goldberg and his son, too, if his son pop up. <laughs> yes, his son, too, if his son pop up. Like, man, like, chairs out of grown folks' business, man. For real, get your ass out of grown folks' business. Ah, uh, man. <laughs> you guys, man, we're going to move on here on Talk Pro Wrestling. I mentioned, you guys, the Queen Crown Tournament, the Queen of the Ring and stuff. Yo, yes, that is a tournament that is debuting and it's going to kick off tonight, you guys. And also, the returning King of the Ring Tournament is kicking off. It's coming back. Yes, man, I'm excited. Who are some of you guys' picks, you know, and choices, predictions of who can be queen of the ring and king of the ring, you know, with, uh, I think maybe, you know, if Nakamura, I, I don't know if Nakamura was a favorite to be like the king of the ring guy. That's why they had him be, uh, Corbin for the crown. And, you know, that's why, you know, that, you know, for him went downhill, but nonetheless, like, you know, I, I don't know. Hey, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Like, of course, Xavier Woods, he wants to be um, king of the ring. You know, if he won't be WWE champion, if he won't win anything in his career, he wants to be king of the ring. And I can see that. New Day is popular. They was, you know, voted upon as like the greatest tag team in WWE history. You feel me? They, they even got a movie out with The Undertaker. You feel me? I'm going to get back to the king of the crown, king of the ring, and, and you know, the, the queen of the ring. But the new movie, Escape the Undertaker, you guys, have you checked it out on Netflix? Yes. It's pretty cool. It is really cool. I said I might got to go back to, you know, uh, pick a couple of different little choices that I did in the beginning. But, you know, at the end, you know, uh, where I'm not spoiling it, though, but at the uh, near the end where, you know, you got to get the urn, the, the urn um, or at least you're trying to. 
uh, and we even got a face. It says face Biggie, Kofi, or Xavier. Now, that's one where I did all of them, and the story was, you know, different throughout all of them, which was pretty cool, which was pretty cool. So, yeah, man, yo, go check it out, man. It's very interactive. Keep your remote control in your hand, you know, so it's really it's really dope. I don't understand. I don't know why The Undertaker ain't done nothing, and, and he said it, you know, um, once he retired, and, you know, he was like, uh, I, I was just straight character. I didn't want to do anything else. And, you know, with him either, you know, still being The Undertaker and doing a movie, they will have to see him not in character. So, you know, hey, man, I get it, man. I really loved it. I loved it, man. He, you know, it wasn't, you know, no see no evil. But, you know, the Brothers of Destruction has got their own movies, man. So <laughs> you put it like that. And the New Day got this. But, you know, that's awesome. Back to, you know, King of the Ring, Queen of the Ring tournament. Xavier Man is, is kind of like a favorable choice as far as the women goes. Like I said, Bailey, Charlotte is great. But, hey, who knows, man? They may throw a swerve ball. They may throw a swerve ball. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm looking forward to uh, the first round and everything that's going down with it, you guys. For real, I'm excited. Let's move on, you guys. This past Wednesday, AEW celebrated a two-year anniversary. Yes, man, I was there at the first show, Washington, D.C. Can't wait to come back here, man. I'm, I may go, I may not, you know, wait. But I, I'm excited. AEW has just been doing the damn thing and killing it in pro wrestling, man. They really have. Uh, but this past Wednesday, they celebrated, like I said, celebrated a two-year anniversary, and they kicked off the night with a huge eight-man tag team matchup that was fire. Yeah, it was fire, baby. <laughs> uh, we had the super elite, yes, Kenny Omega, Adam Cole, baby, and we had the AEW tag team. Oh, excuse me. They're not the tag team champs no more. <laughs> we had uh, uh, the Young Bucks and taking on Jurassic Express, Christian Cage, and Brian Danielson, which was an awesome matchup, man. That matchup a couple of weeks ago with Danielson and Omega, man, oh, man. They killed it. They, they killed it. But yeah, uh, Super Elite defeated uh, Jurassic Express Christian and Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson. It was a nice uh, opening matchup for Dynamite. I was saying on my man Shea's podcast, WWE, man, is so really predictable, man. You really don't get a match to open up the show. You know, WWE is entertainment. AEW is pro wrestling. That's the only way I can put it. And there's no shit into I love entertainment. You feel me? My main podcast is entertaining. You feel me? So I, I totally get it though. But dude, you know, like with, with, with everybody who's 30 and up or 40 and up or whatever, they, we don't want to see, we want to see more wrestling than entertainment. You feel me? At least put the entertainment with the wrestling to make it flow better. You know what I'm like? Uh, nonetheless, you guys, that was an awesome matchup. Awesome, awesome matchup to open up. Uh, Dynamite. Then CM Punk, CM Punk came out, did his thing, was a little awkward promo in a weird, in a way he called out all the fans animals. <laughs> you know, it was like, man, you, you guys want me to get your cheese steaks or steak and, you know, steak and cheese? He don't even know which one it is. You know, he like, you know, so he kind of like losing them in a way with the promo. You know, you guys can all buy your own steak and cheese or cheese steaks or cheesecakes or whatever it was. I'm not from Philadelphia, you know. And then he was like, he was going to wrestle that night. Obviously, he was going to wrestle, initially did wrestle that night. But uh, obviously, you know, he 
did not watch TV goes to wrestle for Philly that night for Rampage. But uh, yeah, you can tell the promos there, man. I just they just they just ripping it like no no scripted or nothing because you know that one that went down in WWE. So it's gonna be exciting to see him Punk take on Daniel Garcia uh, tonight on Rampage. Another awesome man, Arn Anderson. Everybody been going after Arn Anderson after the promo he uh, pulled out a couple of weeks ago uh, to Cody. Man, like yo, like you know what punk bitches do? Like when they get in like carjack. You know, a dude come up the car with the gun and they tell him get out, they get out. You know what I do? I pull out my block and I shoot him. <laughs> like, R. Anderson, man, like, for real. Like, he might got some bodies, though. Who knows, though? Who knows, though? I lo- I lo- I'm loving what they're doing right now because the fans have turned on Cody Rhodes. They turned on Cody Rhodes. Now, we all know that Cody, like, you ain't no Vince McMahon. I know he ain't trying to be. But, you know, obviously, we know Tony Khan is the, you know, the head man, man. But... You know, Cody is running it. You know, he's always in the matches, the second match. Like, he tried not to put him on him, but he's in that spotlight. So, like, I, I, I'm digging it. You know, I'm all, I'm all here for it. I'm all here for it. So, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Uh, Sammy Guevara, man, defeated the newly all elite. Yes, man. How much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? Yes, uh, Bobby Fish is now in AEW. He took on uh, Sammy Guevara for the TNT Championship. Sammy Guevara came out with the W with that. It was an awesome matchup, man. Really, really awesome matchup. That's the TNT Championship. It was a huge news announced. Huge news announced that uh, AEW will be moving off TNT and it will be going to TBS. Yes. TBS in January, the top of the new year, going to TBS. A little old school. I was a little too young for wrestling on TBS. I don't remember it. So this is all new to me. This is all new to me. You know, so, hey, maybe we'll get a couple of dynamites at 6.05 on a Saturday. Who knows? So I know that'll really hit home for a lot of old school wrestling fans, man. For real, on TBS. Speaking of TBS, a new championship has been, you know, introduced to the uh, AEW wrestling fans. Yes, uh, the new TBS championship is going to be in the women's division. Yes, since you know AEW is going to TBS, they created a new TBS championship, which it looks nice. RB, you know, yeah, RB Everett, you know, holding up the belt. Both of them look nice. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Look really, really nice, man. Speaking of that nice, Dante Martin, man, that kid. That kid right there, he's going to the top. He's going to the top with a guy who's already at the top, Melika Black. Oh, man, oh, man. My man Dante Martin was like, yo, I, I, I want some competition. And I'll come Malachi. I don't think you want that smoke. <laughs> you don't want that smoke right there with Malachi, man. So, hey, I'm interested in seeing where that goes, man, for real. Uh Leo Rush reached out to Dante for some uh, advice and was like, yo, uh, I'm a businessman, said Leo, you know, uh, you can hit me up, because, you know, make some, you know, business moves and see if maybe, you know, you got some smarter strategy going into this match with uh, Malachi Black, you know, who knows, man, so it's exciting to see uh, my man DC native uh, Leo Rush back in the game. Back in the game, though. Um, the surprise moment of my opinion of AEW Dynamite this week, you guys. Yes, it comes from the women's division. It was Akira, Akira, Akira Shida. Let me get her name right. Akira Shida 
taking on Serena Dea. And now Cheetah was going for her 50th win in All Elite Wrestling. And somehow this did not go down, which was so beautiful how it played out, you know? Like, if this was WWE, because, you know, say, right? And let's say this was uh, Andre the Giant. I don't say Andre the Giant more about a royal. Let's just say, uh, let's just say it was the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal Trophy. That's, you know, it's going to be, somebody's going to be, the, you know, the winner of this. And you kind of like already just predictable of who's going to win. Now, no disrespect to Serena Dev, though, but this went totally the opposite. You feel me? She does, she's hot, former women's champion. And Serena Dev has, you know, not got a lot of wins on Dynamite or has been presented. You know, like that. But man, oh man, she came in and shocked the world. Everybody, I was surprised. How you had the trophy out there, and it's like 50th win. Akira Sheeta, yeah, she's gonna get her 50th win tonight. <laughs> and we all know wrestling is predetermined, though. Like we all get it, but we all knew, we all knew as fans that Sheeta was gonna win that. No, she did not win that. <laughs> and Serena did picked it up and hit her with it. Beautiful, beautiful. That's how you tell the story right there. That's how you tell the story. You thought, like everybody thought, and I thought, everybody thought that she was going to win that. No. No. Mm-mm-mm. That was good. That was good, man, for real. Um, The Pinnacle. You saying the Pinnacle attacked Darby Allen, but uh, he had speculations that it was the Pinnacle, MJF, and the guys. But, uh, hey, Darby Allen went down, man. He went down. Those things, thing wasn't around this time. But uh, to close out the show, we had a huge ladder match, casino ladder match, you guys. The winner will have an opportunity to face uh, the AEW championship down, AEW champion down the line. We had John Moxley, Lance Archer, Orange Cassidy, Pac, Matt Hardy, and we had, you guys, Andrade and uh, the Joker pick. We had Adam Page, Hangman Adam Page, Cowboy shit. Yes, he is back. He won the ladder match. It was a great ladder match, to say the least. I didn't know. He, I, I, I wasn't even thinking of Adam, man. I wasn't even thinking of him, man, Adam Page. But he returned. He's back. He won it. And he's going, he going after that championship. He's going to get that championship. So that's going to be dope, man. Most likely it's probably going to take place at uh, at uh, Revolution, some shit like that or whatever like that. Full gear. Full gear or whatever. But, yeah. That's going to be cool, man. That's going to be cool. Um, AEW, you know, while we're on AEW right now, we have AEW Rampage tonight. Like I said, CM Punk, Daniel Garcia. We also have the Lucha Bros defending their tag team titles against the Acclaim. Because that's going to be a very entertaining matchup, man. I love the Acclaim. Really do. Jade Cargill taking on Sky Blue. We have Ricky Starks defending his F, uh, FTW championship against Brian Cage in a street fight match, a Philadelphia street fight match. That's going down, man, all tonight on Rampage, man. So hope you guys enjoy SmackDown and Rampage or one or the other, your choice, man. I know I will enjoy both. For real, man, it's been an awesome show here on Talk Pro Wrestling, you guys. Before I get on out of here, we got another huge news, you guys. AJ Lee, yes, CM Punk's wife, former WWE Divas champion, AJ Lee is now signed with Women's of Wrestling, and she's going to be working with She's going to be the executive producer. She's going to be doing her thing. She has no attention on wrestling right now. Who knows? 
They're trying to revive, you know, women of wrestling. So that's going to be dope. And another thing, Tessica Blanchard, hot woman's, you know, superstar on the independent right now, was wondering where she's going to go, AEW, WWE, or whatever. Hey, WWE money, honey, don't seem like the place to go. They kind of like ain't doing too good of a job of keeping talent and building up talent. You know, she left Impact. You know, AEW was just that. But hey, we're going to see where it goes, man. The women's, women's wrestling, black wrestling. Shout out to the guy who had that sign talking about black wrestling draws. You're damn right it do, man, for real. Shout out to my black wrestlers. Shout out to all my wrestlers out there, independent, pro wrestling, whatever, man. Keep doing your damn thing, man. I love it. For real, it's been an awesome show. Shout out to all my podcasters, wrestling podcasters, once again. Shiz, shout out to you, my guy. Thank you for having me on. Go follow Off the Top Ropes podcast. Go follow Buzzing with Marlo, my guy, Warren Marlo, you guys. Go follow Dirty Heels podcast, because the 1130 podcast each and every Friday is Dirty Heels approved, man. For real, shout out to my guy, Kenneth, a.k.a. Kofi Weeston, and the good brother, Bo, man, the Dirty Heels podcast. Also, shout out to the Java Tears Network. Yes, the whole Java Tears podcast. For real, we get it in. Shout out to Clock Street Wrestling Podcast. Man, for real, so many, so many. Once I get on this, man, I start to get off track, lose people. So shout out to everyone who support the 1130 podcast and support the 1130 podcast talk pro wrestling. You dig, man, for real. It's been an awesome one, you guys. Before I head on out of here, yo, the 1130 podcast, each and every Wednesday, EB Radio and YouTube. We are coming up, you guys. We are on the road. We are, what, less than three weeks away from the 100th episode of the 1130 Podcast. So I need you guys to tune in and tell a friend about the 1130 Podcast. For real. Woo! It's been an exciting one. <laughs> it's been an exciting one, you guys. Also, you guys, the 1130 Podcast Apparel Store is up and running. If you need some shirts, gear, team tops, whatever, man, head over to the 1130 Podcast Instagram page. Hit the link in the bio or hit the link below on YouTube, man, for real. Or, you know, if you ain't on YouTube, hit the link in my Instagram. Get a shirt for real. I appreciate it so, so much, you guys. I'm out of here, on out of here. But before I do, you guys, you know what time it is. Don't forget to follow the 1130 podcast on all social media platforms. Follow the 1130 podcast on Instagram and Twitter at the 1130 podcast. Yes, 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 yes. Like the 1130 podcast on Facebook. Subscribe to the 1130 podcast on YouTube, you guys. Yes, like it, leave a comment, it, share it, tell somebody about the 1130 podcast. For real. If you'd like to be a guest here on the podcast, email me. That's the1130podcast at gmail.com. Or just DM me on social media so we can work, man, for real. I love it, man. This week, man, you know, I had to go solo. I had to, you know, speak in the mind, get it off my chest, man, for real. You know, then I have some guests, man, who just, you know, they be bored jiving a little bit. You know, I be getting some trying to get some of these independent professors, man. They be they be really busy, you know, really, really, really busy. And so, you know, hey, man, people love it when I do the solo thing. So, hey, <laughs> I always tend to love having guests too. You know, chat with them, man. Stuff like that. So it's always big and it's always dope here each week on the 1130 podcast. Talk pro wrestling, man, for real. I'm out of here on out of here, you guys, man. I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Stay blessed, stay safe, give all the glory to God, man. I'll see you guys next week and also this Wednesday on EB Radio on YouTube. Yo, it's your man Dre, aka Dre on Wheels, and I'm out.